Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC. That's me. Welcome, radio and podcast family. Do we have an exciting show for you today? Yes. The design of human beings. Are you a human being? <laughs> I pray I am. <laughs> I know I wake up every day. Yeah, about that. Oh, boy, I tell you, so much is going on in the news today with uh, the Supreme Court uh, uh, decision. Uh, people on the right are, are happy. People on the left are unhappy. There is no medium at all. Well, you know, uh, this is concerning Roe versus Wade and Supreme Court kicked it back to the states, but we're going to talk, incorporate all of that because I think, Pastor, you said Second Timothy, something that um, talks speaks to that particularly. But I want to go back to Genesis. Genesis one twenty seven says, "So God created man in His own image." Thank you. In the image of God, He created him. Mm. Male and female, he created them. So we're going to dispel this myth (laughs) that if you're a male, you can become a woman. And if you're a woman, you can become a male. (sighs) What are we doing to our children? Uh, God help us because, uh, you know, our previous show, we talked about Bible uh, prophecy. Yes. And the prophetic gifts. Uh, Living Stones International is a five-fold uh, ministry. And uh, and we stand on the word of the Bible and also the Apocrypha, you know, as a resource, as a additional resource of uh, to add to uh, some of the uh, Bible scriptures. Um, it's like you can't take everything for granted, but you can incorporate it along with your history books, along with uh, both verbal and visual history. That's what it's all about. Bible prophecy, you know, some 2,000 years ago foretold for of critical times. They're going to be hard to deal with mm. in the last days. In the last days of what? You know, and uh, there's going to be strife, oppression, sufferings that plague mankind. And it's going to go on and on and on. You know, Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Now, this is not me. And this is not JC. It's the Bible. Thank you, Lord. Uh, it says, in the last days, hmm. men will be lover of themselves. Wow. Lovers of money. Hmm. Boastful. Haughty, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Oh, my goodness. Unthankful. Didn't they just write this last week? Uh, Disloyal, having no natural affection, not open to any agreement. That's why, boy, people are upset about this Roe versus Wade. Yes. Oh, boy, there's (laughs) slanders. Without self-control, people are going crazy. Well, I watched a video of this woman who was totally upset about the decision that she was frothing at the mouth. Oh, oh God, no self-control. Fierce, without love of goodness, betrayers, headstrong. 
it's just like betrayers. Just some people who are talking about President, former President Trump, and how yes. he said he choked out a Secret Service man and pushed him. It's like, can you now Secret Service man is supposed to be top notch physical physical condition? Can you see Donald Trump? Yeah. choking them out oh my goodness but the betrayers headstrong puffed up with pride lovers of pleasures mm. rather than lovers of god having an appearance of godliness but proving false to its power well remember we said that god created us in his image created him Male and female, he created them. And one of the things that we keep forgetting is that we are children of the king, children of the almighty. That's if you're a believer. Yes, that's true. But we all need to be believers because God says we know the truth. The truth is in us, but we deny it so that we can do the things that we desire to do with our bodies. That means, yes, evil. And one of the things that John talks about in John 1, 10 through 12, it talks about Christ when he came. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, He gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We are in God's spirit. We are children of God. We need to be doing things godly, not what we see the world doing right now. Yes, boy, because it's it's like everything is topsy-turvy. There's crime there's shooting first of there was the uh, the elementary school shooting in Texas and and uh, recently uh, illegals coming across the border. It was like what fifty some odd people who people killed in a died. truck. Four of them were children. Oh, no air conditioning, no water, and then you know sometimes when you think about those things, you put it in context. They didn't have what did they have buckets? That they have to defecate in, urinate in. I mean, let's be real. People are trying to get to America through any means possible. Mm-hmm. And people are taking advantage of that. I'm sure those people paid for that terrible ride oh, here sure in the United did. States. And those of us who are here, who are citizens, we take so much for granted. Yes, we do. That we have uh, the freedom to go to a supermarket uh, with food in there. Uh, we have the right to spend five, six dollars on a gang tank of gas. We have those rights. But sometimes we take things for granted. You know, it, it's like America has some issues. You know, with uh, slavery. I mean, where were all the? I mean, it was the it was the church that helped, and the pope that helped finance slavery to put people in bondage for the benefit of wealth to be able to produce without paying someone for the labor. 
I want my 40 acres in a mule. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. And and then, yeah, I mean, there's so many issues with uh, the slave issues with blacks and whites that the only way to overcome them with is with the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. You Be- have to repent. America needs to repent so we can all forgive so we all can like move forward in the Holy Spirit. But remember, the world is set up for God for us to come back to him. But a lot of us aren't willing yeah. because our flesh takes over. I mean, the instructions for by God through his biblical means, the Bible, our operating manual, is that God bless the holy matrimony between a man and a woman. And now we have so many people going through a different time telling our children they can become girls, can become boys, boys can become girls, that I think not only is it confusion, but I believe people aren't telling the whole truth because as I had stated before, people in England and Sweden who are 20 years ahead of our time in terms of this transgender, you're seeing high uh, suicide rates. You're seeing people who want to go back and they can't. Mm. So why aren't we telling our children the truth about any of these sex changes? They are permanent. And what more than anything are the things that not only are unacceptable to God, but eventually even as a person, they're going to become unacceptable to you. It's so sad that uh, uh, that the they're taking the power away from parents. Yes, where if a child wants to consider being a trans- transgender or gay, they don't even have to tell their parents. They can start hormonal treatments without telling the parents. And who does that? Why would someone want to prey upon the children instead of alerting the parents so they can have an opportunity to sit down with the child and and, and just review what's going on with you? I, I know that you're right. Everybody makes it like this transgender thing is a big thing, especially with swimming. I just don't understand where are the women at where you have these guys who still have their junk in their trunk swimming against women because I'm a girl and winning. Now he, you know, there's one particular athlete that, you know, he was just an average guy, but now he's swimming against the women. And now he, now he's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> he's just an average person. But then where are the women who are saying you, and what about your daughter? who wants to play sports and now have to compete against a hormonal man. But I tell you, JC, I came across a testimony that I would like to uh, share with our listeners uh, because it is sad. This is a sad, sad story. All right. Let's get queued up for it so we can hear it because I think, we need to be speaking the truth about all of these situations. And it refers back, is homosexuality acceptable to God? So listen up because we're going to cue it up and uh, play it for you so that you can hear it firsthand. It's not us. 
a testimony of someone who's gone through uh, the sex change. I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male through synthetic hormones and surgery. I will never be a man. Is it transphobic for me to tell the truth? Why is it that a couple hundred years from now, if you dug up my body, they're going to go, yeah, that was a woman. Had babies. Can you tell me about the procedures that you, you had? I've had seven surgeries. I've had one stress heart attack. I've had a helicopter life ride uh, with pulmonary embolism. I've had uh, 17 rounds of antibiotics. I had six inches of hair on the inside of my urethra for 17 months. Nobody would help me, including the doctor that did this to me because I lost my insurance. I get infections every three to four months. I'm probably not going to live very long. Was there any real discussion of the risks and the side effects? And No. No, there's not. And I know that people want to think that there is, but there's not. The truth is, is that medical transition is experimental. We have um, studies that said that medical transition helps mental health helps mental health with kids. They've all been retracted, modified, changed. But the only long-term study tells us seven to 10 years is when transgender people are the most suicidal. After? After surgery. But that's transphobic to say. For the first time in history, a marginalized group has a huge dollar sum on the top of their head. We have five children's hospitals in the United States promoting that. That's a phallioplasty. That's a bottom surgery. We have five children's hospitals in the United States telling girls that they can be boys at $70,000 a pop in a surgery that has a 67% complication rate. That will kill me from infection that I can't sue on. We're butchering a generation of children because nobody's willing to talk about anything. I have three kids at the age that they're doing this to kids. I'm not transphobic. I love my kids and I love other people's kids and you should too. This is wrong on so many levels. Can kids consent? Do you think kids are no. capable of consenting? To no, them? they're not. Okay. I, that was disturbing. That we are in a period of our history where it's okay to do something to a child that we because they believe something but all of the benefits, how many times when you think about plastic surgery and other things, people go through this rigorous process, but this particular person is saying they don't, they don't fully explain it. And how fully can you make a child understand the, yeah. I mean, really the, not only the legality, but just the operations themselves. He's saying He's not going to make it. Or she. She, right. Well, that's he, right. He, she. I'm not sure of the pronouns. Well, technically, it's a she because she wanted to transition to a man. But just as 
she stated it is so difficult mm. because now she's paying the price, you could say penalty, of all those surgeries and all of the things that are happening to her body because technically it should not have happened. Well, it, that testimony was uh, heart-wrenching. Yes, it is. Uh, to, to go through where you are believing, where you're trying to match up your mind, your body, and your spirit. And your mind apparently was telling her that I am a man, and, uh, and now I, I need the outward appearance of a man. And to go through all those surgeries, putting your life in jeopardy and on the line to come out with a less than a desired effect that shortens your lifestyle. I can't imagine the pain and the discomfort uh, that uh, that person is going through. Well, one of the things you, you don't see the physical uh, picture of when she points to her arm that she has something that was actually put in her arm in order to undergo all of the, I guess, the drugs and the other things that she needed. And all of that is causing bodily harm. But, you know, it says in First uh, Corinthians uh, 6, 12, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. So we're telling our children that it's okay because it's the law. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. And they talk about food is for stomach and stomach for food, but the body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. So we need to put God first because if God is first in America, None of this would be happening right now. Boy, I tell you, you, you have that right. And uh, there's a lot of issues in America right now. And one thing about America is that we're all made up of individuals. Yes. Who have a right to free speech, a right to live your life as you want. That's why we, uh, JC and I, decided to, to take a break and move to Durant and buy a farm. Yeah. And uh, so we can live our life uh, uh, being self-sufficient. Now, our lifestyle may not be approval, approval of anyone else. You know, they may not want to be able to raise your own animals, butcher your own meats and and uh, grow your own food. That's not for everybody. That's our work. <laughs> it's uh, it our it work. is. It is. But just as in anything is hard work, it's also necessary to be training up our children so that they understand the ways of the Lord and that they will not, what they say, deter from it. We're sending children down a total path that is totally against, totally against their nature. And, you know, in anything, let's face it, when you get sick or you get cold, uh, a cold or you're exposed to the elements 
and you're affected, what do you do? You try to drink teas, you try to take vitamins. Um, if have to, you try to take um, some medicines that are going to help you and enable you. But just imagine if you didn't do any of that. Yep. You get worse or you get sicker or you pass it along to everybody else. I mean, that's what this whole COVID thing <laughs> was about. It's still around. Yes, it is. I have a good friend who took the COVID shot. And now he's on his fifth booster. My goodness. But he still, but he got COVID several times. Right. So my thing is, is that if we go against the nature of God, there are going to be consequences that we're going to have to deal with. And somehow we're not relaying this information to our children. My, 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 my. That's all I can say. Praise God with all this stuff that's going on. You know, JC, a common stereotype. You know, we were the whole message for the last three weeks was about prophecy. Yes, it was. The prophetic about prophets, about end times. And you can go back uh, uh, on uh, iHeart, SoundCloud, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google. Apple Podcasts. To check out those previous yes. shows. because uh, Tune in. It's, it's so enlightening because most people, the stereotype of a biblical prophet is an angry old man uh, in a robe with piercing eyes and a long uh, beard shouting words of condemnation, predicting the end of the world and calls people to uh, repent. Um uh, Yet his fearful and threatening word, they fall on deaf ears. And uh, most people associate prophecy with doom, destruction, depression, despair, death, with words like apocalypse. We got zombies. (laughs) You keep talking about It's like all these shots from COVID and all these boosters. And now they're talking about giving shots of COVID to infants and, and babies untested yep and there's, there's some people are still this disease is still around and the vaccine is not working or it holds you up well, i don't know i don't know but did you but did you know most bible prophecy is not about dire prediction through god's prophecy he affirms his relationship with us and explains his involvement with the world And through prophecy, we come to understand the whole point of Yeshua's coming as well as his power of his future return. Well, you you know, like like Arnold. Yes. I'll be back. Yes. And, you know, as in anything, when you buy something new or you have to assemble a product, what do they say? Instructions inside. Well, you know, I have a husband that never reads the instructions. He just goes ahead and starts putting it together. So if there's a bolt left or something doesn't look quite right. Make a fit. Uh, no, we got to start all over and read the instructions. So when all else fails, read the instructions. Read the instructions and that's our operating manual, the Bible. God is very clear on the instructions for sex and marriage. The marriage bed will not be undefiled. And somehow we all are on a totally different vein where now we have children talking about, I want to be a 
boy, I want to be a girl. We have women frothing at the mouth because they can't get an abortion or the Supreme Court says Roe versus Wade needs to be kicked back to the states. We are so topsy-turvy in all of our relationships. We're now up to almost 60% of marriages ending in divorce. What is going on? That's why people should reach out to contact us because come up August, we'll have, well, we will be celebrating our 50th uh, marriage anniversary. And and that's how we started Living Stones through a marriage uh, ministry, helping uh, couples who want to get married, those who are married and want to stay married, and those who need a tune-up. And uh, and it's so important that families stay together. Yes, uh, <clears throat> that is part of the long term. <clears throat> excuse me, instructions for us is that if we're following the Bible, we are clued in, not clueless. And just as Pastor <clears throat> had stated or uh, let you hear the testimony of this woman who turned supposedly into a man no it was a man no no right. white she said confused what, right she what was she said she said i will never be a man mm. but in her mind she believed that it could happen and now look at all the surgery she's gone through all the other things that are happening to her and she knows that her lifeline is going to be shortened. Yeah. Plus, she has her own children that she's concerned about because now it's one thing to be an adult to make that decision. But now you got children receiving uh, instructions and all kinds of other things, hormones that they can change. And the long term effect or those people could end up suicidal, killing themselves. Can you imagine confusion of the three children to see that they have a mother that they loved and now transitioned into a man. Can you imagine to the mental confusion? Oh God. What is it? They said, what's that song say a hot ball of confusion. And we're doing that not only to the children, but those adults who fit in that category that it's okay then we're saying, well, it's their decision to make. And it really isn't. That's your responsibility as a parent to help your child make great and good and righteous decisions. You know, that's one thing. Notice about uh, uh, Ezekiel 36 has an encouraging prophecy. He said, I will give you a new heart. All right. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Mm. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. You will be my people. I will be your God and I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. <laughs> That's why we need God right now. We need to bow down and thank his son, Yeshua, 
who came in and planted some awesome seeds and going to come back to reap his harvest. Yes, he is. And you know, when you reap, you got to cut and stir up and all that other stuff. So I know everyone thinks he's coming as the king on a white horse, but read the verses. It says his hem of his garment is going to be red. And the only way that happens is through the blood. But I just wanted to read James 1, um, 13, because we're going to start ending down the program. It says 1, 13, James 1, 13 says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. You heard it yourself in the testimony of that woman. She's going to die because of the things that she did to herself. But God forgive her because she's repenting. Of yes. what she did. Yes. Well, hey, we are, we thank you for uh, spending uh, uh, some time with us. And we encourage you to visit uh, our website at welivingstones.org. And on that website, you can find all about me and JC. Yes. <laughs> and we can also go to Facebook, uh, uh, all the social Instagram, media platforms, yep. and uh, to um, uh, learn about and learn about what God has for you. Stir up your gifts because we all have at least one. So, Lord, we just pray and thank you for allowing us to be a witness to your power and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. We're out. Yes. God bless you all.